Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Long Road Podcast. The journey goes ever on with the Long Road. This episode, a banjo-y Christmas time. All four of the Long Road gather for our Christmas get-together, looking back over 2018 and looking forward to 2019, uh, and bashing at a few Christmas songs as well. So this fortnightly podcast from the Long Road is about our music as a band, our writing, stories, anecdotes, interesting people we meet along the way, and who knows what else. Hola, I'm Chris Lydon, the host of this, the Long Road Podcast. Welcome back to our loyal listeners from around the globe, and welcome to anyone who is new joining us this week for the first time. Remember, all of our previous episodes are up on SoundCloud and iTunes uh, and on the website, vagabondphilosopher.com, so do have a listen to what's come before. Episode 8 this week, the uh, fabled and much-talked-about Christmas episode where we didn't really have a plan, but actually had a real hoot wing in it, uh, and hopefully you'll enjoy the results as well. Uh, The Long Road, that's Steve Bonham, me, Chris Lydon, Kev Moore and John Humphreys. We all gathered at Steve's house in his front room for a a mince pie and some mulled wine, or Diet Coke, uh, a a bit of a catch-up and a a look towards the future. Our instruments were never far away, we bashed out some impromptu songs. Oh, and there were Christmas hats. There really were, but uh, as this is an audio medium, you'll just have to trust me on that one. Uh, I think I think there is a photo knocking about on Facebook that proves that, A, we were all in the same room at the same time, uh, and B, we were wearing Santa hats. You know, look us up on Facebook. Look up Steve Bonham on Facebook and you'll, and you'll see the proof. Um, so just before we get into the content of this week's podcast, a reminder of some upcoming gigs we've got in early 2019. So Saturday the 19th of January 2019 at 7.30pm will be in Church Broughton in Derbyshire at St Michael and All Angels Church. Friday the 25th of January 2019 will be in London uh, in King's Cross at the Harrison Pub. Uh, And then Saturday the 26th of January 2019 uh, will be at the Bantuck House Cafe in Wolverhampton in the West Midlands. Um, So look up Steve Bonham on Facebook to find out the ticket links for all of those things. So, on to this week's episode. What is in it? Well, there is a, a rather candid, unrehearsed, cutting right to the core of the emotion of the song rendition of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, um, which was preceded by Steve announcing from his kitchen, <laughs> oh, bollocks to this, I'm going to have a glass of wine, which I edited out from the recording. Um, and, and then he continues to have these veiled references to water or miracle water throughout the podcast. See if you can spot them. Um, I also had to edit out a rather <laughs> troubling moment when I couldn't say the phrase nipple tassels first time, uh, which is unusual for me. Um, I guess for the context for that, you'll just have to listen in. Um, we also reminisce a bit about our time filming the Girl with a Rattlesnake Heart music video in Spain uh, earlier in 2018. Uh, and we go back even further with the memories um, to the the Get Your Boots on tour, which back which was back in 2013, I think. Uh, there's a, a brief discussion about our artisan manifesto, uh, and could a Hammond organ fit under the artisan banner as, a, as an acoustic instrument? You've got to have to keep on listening to find out the results of that discussion. Um, we finish with a scratch performance. Uh, the word scratch has never been more aptly used. Performance of Jingle Bells, just to get you in the festive mood, um, if you weren't already thoroughly Christmassy. So anyway, that's enough from me. On with the show. Very shiny nose and 
joining on the Randy King. Then one fire Christmas when the sun can't escape. Rudolph with your nose so bright. Won't you drive my sleigh tonight? Say the, the the outfits are made for radio. Thought <laughs> <laughs> the nipple tassels are a bit excessive, Steve. <laughs> Don't know the point for the nipple tassels. Can you get them going anti-clockwise and clockwise? <laughs> <laughs> but whoever picked the hats, can I say the ends fell off? <laughs> you can do your tune. Yeah. Oh, me tune. Where's my water gone? Glass of water. <laughs> Good glass of festive water. Thank yeah.
Does this take like a festive sausages in this room? I was, I was <laughs> no, promised. I was, I was promised festive sausages. However, the presence of a dog and the lack of sausages <laughs> is probably not unconnected. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a festive clink. Oh. Yeah, cheers, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know where my glasses are. You don't just throw this together. Know. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Best moment this year? Yes, best moment this year was uh, buying my spiky goggles in Tavistock. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a euphemism. Buying the spiky Probably, yes, it was the moment when I, when I completed my, my ensemble to wear. But uh, no, I, I think performing in, uh, in the church in Ashbourne, mm. from a long road perspective, yeah. I thought that was, that was really, uh, really special. The, the setting was superb. Yeah, and we even looked good on photographs, which was impressive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For a band that specialises in a radio, that was a good moment. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, what was yours, Chris? Well, I, I was thinking on the on the drive over here that the Art Sound Festival was one of those remarkable moments. You know, you've got these mad ideas, Steve, and, and God, for the last however many fifteen years now, we said, right, I've got an idea, Bish. Okay, <laughs> right. What is that idea? We're gonna do a festival. Okay, let's do it. And we did it. We did. And it was a great few days. Um, uh, and I think we had some great bands playing, and we had. I think. The, I think the fact that. Stuart was sound engineering chorus meant that we didn't have to worry about the the sound of it. Stuart just did a great job of. He did, I mean, we that didn't, was we a didn't safety talk. net for me actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like because because we got so used to. He's like he's like the sort of um, fifth member, isn't he? That that kind of steers the ship when yeah. we're all over the place. So it's yeah. quite handy to think. Oh, at least Stuart's out there. He'll be making this sound good. Yeah, whatever yeah. we're doing <laughs> on stage. It's one of the things that me and Stuart didn't get a chance to speak about when we had our little. Chat a couple of weeks ago for this very podcast was the the Art Sun Festival, but I know that in, in the past you know he said it was a great good few days for him, um, yeah. and from our point of view, it's just great being able to think right. Well, as Kev said, so it's worry about the sound. Stuart's got that covered, and he was doing that thing that all sound engineers do, which I've got no idea about when they when they start twiddling with the very small knobs at the top of the mixing desk yes. to do some, something, and they say, oh, it's to do with the the EQ or the something, yes. and, then, and then they go stand in a corner of the room and come to themselves and then they go back and twiddle it again and it's like yeah, that. I, I don't venture anywhere near that end of the desk. <laughs> My desk has got centuries of layers of dust up there. Yeah. I don't it's basically on or off. Yeah, that too big do, you know. Yeah. Loud or louder. My biggest memory of the festival was how often you guys managed to uh, s- s- <laughs> what's it? stow away onto, onto the stage. How many, how many acts did you appear with? <laughs> oh, well, I, well, not as many as John. Yeah, John, well, John <laughs> just here as well, it's more than me, I think. So who did you get? Oh, uh, I can't remember now. I was on with Rob McHale. Yeah. Was I on with anybody else? Uh, uh, Sammy. Sammy, yes, of course. Um, I, think I, might, I, think might, I think I was three. Three. John? Um, how many? Yeah, three others besides yourself. Are you on <laughs> yes. with Stephen? Uh, I, I started off with Andy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Andy yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then, then Rob, Rob definitely Rob played Rob. Yeah. Marsh. Marsh. Oh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, and then Sammy. Sammy. You did oh, five. Oh, yeah, Sammy as well. So four of us. Five. Yeah, yeah. So you did five. Five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, that, that's how I've ended up playing all these instruments. <laughs> when, whenever, when I was in the RAF, you'd go, go, wherever I got posted there'd be a band without an instrument. Yeah. And they'd say, oh, we need somebody to play this. 
if you want to join the band, can you play? And I, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then there'd be a frantic few weeks practicing. Mm. But if it's got strings on, they're all pretty yeah. much the same, aren't they? They are. That as long as you know it's tuned to. Yeah. And now I do play the pipes. Well, you do. You do, don't you? See, now you've said that, we're going to be... Yeah. We'll, have, we'll have them on the next album, I'm sure. Yeah. Have you got any? Well, not bad, because they're in B-flat. Oh, great. So, yeah. Finally. Luckily, my bag, bagpipes are in flat B and I haven't got the keys, so they're, they're, they're stuck. <laughs> um, you know, I, I did try playing, because I'm a tuba player, people assume I can play the bagpipes. I remember years ago, uh, we were on a family holiday in Scotland somewhere and there was a museum that had a set, had a, what's it called, the the, the top bit of drone? And I remember this, how good it go? You'll, you'll be good at it, being a tuba player. Couldn't, couldn't even inflate the bag. It was just, I got absolutely nowhere. And I almost passed out from trying. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was your best moment this year, musically? Well, I'd say exactly what was saying five minutes ago about the festival, playing with everybody and yeah. anybody. I, I just love that. Yeah, you know, it's one thing I've got used to with this band. <laughs> Here's a new song, we're playing it tonight. <laughs> yes. Well, can we play through it first? No, but I'll tell you what key it's in when I work it out. Yeah, yeah. Pick an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pick. What, yeah, what do you want me to play on it? What you got? What you got here? What you got in your pocket? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about you, I think, well, given you given that you've all talked about the festival, I think, uh, and that sounds a bit sort of, no, our trumpet, but the reception for Rattlesnake has been, could never have, yeah. ever, ever have thought Rattlesnake would do that. I mean, I knew it was a good song, <laughs> and I knew we had a great sound, mm. but I didn't, you don't, you don't know that people are going to go, I mean, it's got, it, um, it's up to 58,000 views on YouTube, YouTube. now. You, you can never approach writing a song with that in mind, but that song is just unusual enough and has something that makes people sit up and listen and you can't you can never really legislate because if you could everybody would be millionaires yeah, yeah, yeah. and write songs like that every day but sometimes uh, something comes along where the the music and the lyrics just do something between them yeah. and it creates something greater than the sum of the parts and it's yeah. It's um, it is one of those, one of those songs, and it's. I've always thought that about, it, but then you you do about your own stuff. But <laughs> the 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 reaction has been, yeah, oh, they get it, they get what yeah, it yeah, is, yeah. And, and that's nice yeah. to see. It's kind of refreshing, isn't it? That actually, yes. all the all the reviews we've had in the last few weeks, yeah, have all they've managed to get through to what we were trying to do, which yeah, you know the the landscape and the story and the yeah, and not and it not being about. Thinking, all right, we've got to be as flashy as we can musically, technically, to show off what we can do. Yeah. It's about mm. it's about making the right environment for the story, yeah. uh, and that's and you that's what hopefully comes through to everybody. Is yeah. that it's uh, by and large, all reviews are, are, are positive. I've got three reviewers that I've got tied up in the basement, and they're coming around <laughs> to my way of thinking. We'll be at hundred percent. You mentioned um, creating the right environment for the story. Mm. I, another memory for me is the second video. We did in the in the western town. What was yes, it called? Yes, that, mm. that horrendous wind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we just got towards the end of it, and I think it was the second run through they'd done. Mm. And all of a sudden, 
a bag of flour <laughs> was empty to make two flutter bait oh, yeah, for yeah. my right ear. Yeah. Got and most of it went into the ear. The rest of it stayed yeah, the, 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 the Sirocco winds out there are, are difficult enough without self-raising flour being thrown into the mix. But yeah, Tabernas out in Almeria is, uh, is a great... It's as near to the Western settings as, as you'll get as... Um, Sergio Leone and Lee Van Cleef and Clint Eastwood attest to because yeah. uh, they filmed a lot of the westerns out there so it really it really fitted the vibe of the, of the songs and I think this, the song informed the landscape and the landscape informed the song and they, they've worked really well I'm quite happy with that. Yeah. yeah some of the winds that day were crazy weren't they I'm, I'm yes. amazed that you know there's a, there's a picture I happened to take of you yeah. just Steve just lounging lounging back at one point but there were bit there were the footage of Kev on trying to do his solo. <laughs> it's like it was you know, and Kev's a big guy, a big strong guy, and I'm like like force, force yeah, well, I was considering it. actually tying myself to that tree when I was sat down here. <laughs> that was bonkers. But it's for those of you who don't know, I, I actually live in, in that region and when I was down on the beach one time many, many years ago, the first time I experienced that particular um winds that they have down there, this this Morocco, and I was looking down to the end of the beach. And I saw a commotion, what can only be described as commotion in the distance. And the commotion seemed to be getting nearer. And it was like a, a visual sort of trick because everybody was gradually standing up and running away. And it was the wind which had picked up the heat from the Sahara, mm -hmm. come straight across the med and was hitting the beaches. And it was like somebody putting a hairdryer in your face with the, the hot winds and everybody was just running for cover, you know. It's character <laughs> First time when I started playing again, and, and, and we did, I did this tour along uh, Hadrian's Wall, and um, and the idea was I would walk from venue to venue and play a gig that night, and Chris was going to join me, and he'd do the technical stuff, and then he'd join me on stage for the night, and then I'd go and walk on to the next one. Except on the very first day, the <laughs> van drove off <laughs> without Chris, and his immortal comment was after 20 minutes, I seem to have joined it. <laughs> Looking completely perplexed. Joined the first I, can't, I don't know how many miles it was that first day. Not, not very many, because there was a huge group there was a huge group of us. It was a fairly casual first day, but I, I was quite pleased to be rescued at lunchtime. Was it a fairly <laughs> sedentary set the following year? It was it was oh God, I mean I had a bad, well, it was a bonkers week there. Really, yeah. yeah. What? Well you, you you walked however far it was and we did S seven gigs in six days or something like yeah. that, wasn't it? it, was, yeah. it was crazy. Well, you, you and I reconnected just after that, didn't yeah, you? Just just, that, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, so it would have been the end of that year, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. I was only yeah. there for the blisters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That was dear old Trish. She'd sorted it out. Yeah. yeah. So, what are you looking forward to next year, Bish? Oh, well, um, 
Me and Stuart were talking. Me and Stuart were talking about this, but I suspect we'll end up in the recording studio again. I think about November because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I talked about woodworm a lot when we were talking with Stuart, but it's just such a great place to yeah. to to make to make stuff. So you know, yeah. no pressure, but we might we might end up there again. Yes, um, it's a, it's a very conducive to creativity that yeah. place, isn't it? Because yeah. it's very it, you feel very at home there, which is important to me in a studio. I've been in places that are very intimidating. Um, which is not conducive to producing your best work because uh-huh. you get take on syndrome. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really nice there, and, and we seem to be birthing songs. Oh yeah, fairly regularly. You haven't heard them yet, Bish. Well, I'm looking for We've got three, four more. Great. Yeah. Do they have a Hammond organ in there? They will must have one. It, that is the only. Well, actually, you see, would you classify Hammond organ strictly as because given the fact it's it's run by a fan and bellows. <laughs> yes. Is it actually? Uh, can we can we class it within it's our kind of acoustic well, acoustic or we've got it, to find it, dispensation from the Pope like we have for yeah. electric bass? If you had um, a fit person operating the fan, <laughs> as opposed to the electricity, then it could theoretically function acoustically. <laughs> if it could theoretically function acoustically, well, it should be invited. Well, if, if you, so if you think back to you know. Before electricity was widespread and what keyboard instruments had power in them yeah. would have been, you know, the keyboard players' feet. Harmonium. Harmonium. Yeah. And that was, you know, that's the power of the feet, yeah. power in the bellows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think perhaps we could argue that the forerunner of an of a Hammond organ, organ yeah. would have okay. been a harmonium or anything with a, with a bellows. In, with a well, when I mean, we played at Andy's, the little church in Littleware, did you try the harmonium I in there? Try there yeah, no. yeah. I have. It's, yeah. it's, I find it really difficult not to play or oh. not to pump in time with the music. Well, that's the same problem I would, have, I would have with yeah. bagpipes or any sort of those pipes, yeah. where the the sound production is disconnected from the the, the <laughs> noise production. Because to me, being a, it's the same problem I have with you guys as string instruments. I'm afraid is that there's a certain both of my instruments. There's a certain logic to the physicality of it. Yeah, you know, you push your hands down on the piano. Yeah. And they're always in the same place. The key, the black and the white notes don't move, and it's the same sounds. Mm-hmm. Whereas you guys with a string instrument, you, if you've got a, ch- a string tuned a different way, the same shape can be different. Out. I've yeah. just had this and bizarre <laughs> image of you playing um, something like at the Highland Fling on the bagpipes, yeah. <laughs> and going so fast with your yeah, elbows yeah, yeah. that you actually took off. Take off, yeah. You rose, rose into the air. And <laughs> anything where the, the physical action doesn't connect with the production yeah. of the sound, I find very. Disturbing. Yeah. So I, I mean, think, a, ch- I think a church organ is acoustic, isn't it? Really? It's, I mean, original pipe. The music they used to flog surfs, didn't they, to keep the. Well, it's uh, the same idea, isn't it? I imagine yeah. that there was a certain human powered element well, originally uh, that made uh, some sound. One of, one of the UK's finest exponents of Hammond organ, uh, Steve Winwood, um, I saw him do a piece on, on the church organ in Northleach in Gloucestershire earlier this year. Oh, yeah, so, you know, and he could still do his thing on a. On an acoustic thing, so I suppose you know you could you could pretend we've got a church organ in Woodrow <laughs> Studio that looks like a church. Yeah. Or we could just write a nice letter to Stuart. Yeah, yeah. He's got ten months, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Plenty of time to make. <laughs> what are you looking forward to next year? Um, what, what ridiculous plans have you got for next year? <laughs> that's, that's that's probably a better <laughs> phrase. <question. laughs> I, I'm I'm really looking forward. Uh, the fact that you know we've become a performing band because this year's been quite quiet on that front mm. compared with previous years. What's we've got? And we've got. I think we've got a magic sound now. Yeah. And uh, 
So performing a lot yep. is, is going to be good. I'm really enjoying the fact we're working on another album, but I am determined not to you know, break my usual laws and actually try and get this one launched properly <laughs> yeah. first. Because uh, I think we've got great albums. Um, I'm looking forward to that. And I'm looking, f yeah, the songwriting thing has, has been amazing, really. Mm. You know, four, all four of us are involved in it. It makes it special. Yeah. Um, and building on what we've done, that's my, mm. that's my hopes for next year. Well, we've kind of, um, a sound has evolved on these two albums, hasn't it, really? And it's very uh, distinctive, you know, the yeah. slide and the acoustic guitars played loud and the, yeah, yeah it's a very piano, it's just a very... It would be nice to take that further and, and hopefully yeah. it'll feel even more natural as we, as we go. Bish and I have always dreamt of playing in Reykjavik. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, 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 the, that's the plan. Yeah. Headlining at Reykjavik. Right. Any particular reason? I don't really remember. <laughs> I think, I think, I think <laughs> well, back in the days of mine and Steve's old band, Dr. Bigelow, music's still out there on Spotify if you want to have a listen. It still yeah. get listens. You know, it we does. Get, it we does. get monthly <laughs> listens. We get a few pennies every month yeah. on Spotify. Um, it, it, was, it was always the, it was always the joke. I think I must have caught with it. Where yeah. you know we made it big time for playing in you know Longford Village Hall or whatever. <laughs> but you know, and I'd say next year Reykjavik, and I think it's I think it's my fault basically. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've played in Iceland, but it was aisle five, and the security guard threw me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find a drum kit sound effect to, to dot throughout this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've, got, I've got I've got one somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and ladies and gentlemen, for the purposes of the interview, Steve has left the, uh, the building. <laughs> He's gone to top of his, on top of his water, yeah. which... Um, That's also a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, That's we should say Happy Christmas from the long road to all the listeners. We should, the, yeah. Thousands of listeners all over the world. Yeah. I mean, all over the, all over the world is true. There are people all over the world listening. Can you say Happy Christmas in Spanish? I can indeed. So, to all our Spanish listeners, Feliz Navidad. There we go. And German? German. Um, Frohe Weihnacht, I think. Uh, and John? Uh, I'm too. <laughs> For the purpose of the tape, John is looking blank. <laughs> Happy Christmas to everyone. <laughs>
Listeners, that is it for this, the first series of the Long Road Podcast. Thanks so much for listening over the last few months. Uh, do keep letting us know what you think on Facebook or Twitter. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit amazed we managed to get all eight planned episodes recorded and out on time. Um, huge thanks to everyone who's helped make them possible and worthwhile. Um, my colleagues in the Long Road, Steve, Kev, John, and the, the fifth member of the Long Road, Stuart Jones at Woodworm Studios, of course. Um, and it would all be pointless without you, the listener. So thank you very much. Uh, we are talking about plans for Series 2 of the Long Road podcast, um, but we don't have a confirmed start date yet. I suspect we'll be getting going again in sort of maybe mid-late February 2019, so keep on listening out for that. Um, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from so you don't miss an episode. You can listen to past episodes uh, on vagabondphilosopher.com and up on SoundCloud and iTunes and all those places. Uh, follow us on Twitter. So Steve is stevebonham one I'm on Das Chris Lydon, D-A-S Chris Lydon, L-Y-D-O-N. Kev is on More Music Biz, so M-O-O-R-E, Music Biz, B-I-Z. Uh, and John's still not on Twitter, we'll, we'll get in there. Um, look up Steve Bonham on Facebook to connect with us on there, and you can see all our videos and other bits and bobs. Have a listen to full tracks from our albums on Spotify, uh, and you can buy the complete albums, The Girl with the Rattlesnake Heart and Reliance, and Steve's new book, A Beautiful Broken Dream, at vagabondphilosopher.com. Remember, if you buy the book, you get a code that gets you 10 free track downloads as well, so you can build your own album. And you get to give a friend a code that gives them 10 free track downloads too, so you can spread the joy. So, thanks once again for listening, and the journey with The Long Road continues in 2019. Merry Christmas from The Long Road, and a very happy new year. Bye for now. (laughs) 